Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And Heather has such exciting news for us. We are now on TikTok. Yay! It's it's been a journey and it's an exciting one. We are also on YouTube. She got us a YouTube. We don't know if we're having more trouble with YouTube because of explicit content. Yes, I'm realizing that you cannot say and post a lot on YouTube. It's very censored. Literally 99% of what she has tried to post yeah. <laughs> has gotten flagged and turned down. So we probably won't be on YouTube that long because they will deactivate our account. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been marking that it's not for children under the age of 18, um, that She's it's only for adults. Best, so damn, who owns YouTube? I don't know. Is it but the Facebook people? Because the Facebook no, people... Facebook and, and Instagram don't care. <laughs> I, I post everything. They don't. Does care. the Pope fucking own YouTube? I don't know. Who but owns YouTube, YouTube is, the, is the strictest. That's thus crazy. Far, thus far. That is yeah. so crazy. It must be because when YouTube first came out, there was so much like almost like bad like softcore porn or something on there wasn't there like a lot of like bad shit bad videos bad everything i don't really remember about it i don't know i just think that a lot of children use youtube but and they so have they're YouTube really kids tra- i know and they the first question they ask you is this for kids so they can put it on youtube's kit youtube kids and you say no it should I be say end no. of story no but they like i don't know i used to stuff. i used to um let max do just like off of my YouTube, mm-hmm. like just off my YouTube account, because he'd be trying to watch like little kid, like monster truck, like kid stuff. Yeah. And um, I didn't realize that there was a YouTube Kids. So now he has oh, his yeah. like YouTube Kids and he's not allowed to watch, right? Reg- and he knows he's not allowed to watch regular YouTube. Like, yeah. that, that shit's not okay. I didn't even know that was a thing though. I so. mean, I think it's great that they're censoring things for children because for sure. it's really important. But, but uh, if you say it's not for kids, yeah. We should be able to post whatever we want. You still have to be very censored. You have to, it's just, I, I'm not good at filtering myself, so I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to try my best. Yeah, so we might not be on YouTube, but we'll be everywhere else. Anyways, so this episode is about one of the most known cryptids, the myth, the legend, the monster. The Loch Ness Monster. Ooh. Ooh. Loch Ness Monster. And the Loch Ness Monster resides in the great country of Scotland, where my mom was a citizen until she passed. She never became a U.S. citizen, and that's a shit deal, since I could have become, I could have had dual citizenship. Yeah, yeah dual citizenship. If my parents had filed, filled out the right paperwork before I turned 18. But sadly, I'm a U.S. citizen only. Aww. No dual ship. I know. It's so sad, huh? I wonder if you can apply for it now, though. No, you have to be under 18. Like, when my mom uh, came when she was, like, um, 8 or 12 or however old she was, like, a little kid when she came. When she came, if her mother had taken the test, then she would have automatically become a U.S. citizen. But uh, okay. her mom died. My grandma, my mm-hmm. little grandma died as a um, Scottish cit- citizen. My aunt took the test and did all that, but my mom never did. So, huh. yeah, she's always scared to get pulled over, that she get deported. She'd oh be like si- 50 years old, be like, I can't get deported. I don't know anybody there anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what would I do if I got deported? She's so scared of the police. Never did anything wrong in her life. Didn't even smoke a fucking cigarette ever. Like, nothing. But she's, she's like, so she's the most paranoid person when it came to police. Like, just don't let them deport me. 
my mom, what do you think? Like, what the fuck? You're actually commit crimes. Yeah, stuff, right? like you're not committing a crime. You're. It's fucking Scotland. You didn't smuggle yourself over here. Like you have your resident card. Like what the fuck? You're okay. Yeah. So, anyways. Aw. Yeah. So we'll be going over sightings, facts, theories, and thoughts about the Loch Ness monster. First, I want to give some facts about the Loch Ness monster. And the first thing is, I grew up thinking that Loch Ness was one word, Loch Ness. I did also. It's not. It's two words. Oh. Loch Ness. Because um, Loch means lake in Scotland Gaelic language. (gasps) So like Lake Erie, it'd be Loch Erie. Oh, or like Lake that makes Tahoe, sense. Lock, Tahoe. Yeah, Lock Lake. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, so just like Lake Arrowhead and Lake Ness. It would, so it'd be like mm-hmm. Lake Ness instead. It's Lock Ness. So what is a Ness? That's just the name of it. Like we have Erie and oh, Arrowhead. that's the name, that's of, the just the name of the lake. Yeah, because later on I'll talk about a river Ness. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. So the Lock Ness monster has the nickname of Nessie. And is referred to as female because in the UK, Nessie is a short version of the name Agnes. Fun fact, my grandma was Agnes and she went by Nessie. Oh, cute. And my grandma was so old to me that when I was little, I didn't know much about the world, but I knew she and my mother and family were from Scotland, so I legit thought they named this monster after my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) My grandma died when I was 12, y'all. Like... Like growing up, I'd hear about Loch Ness and anything that like had anything to do with Scotland. Like I would pay attention to, and I thought the world was so like small and everything. So, you know, you don't realize that there's I don't know eight billion other people in the world. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a story. So she's famous. She is. There's a whole monster (laughs) named after her. Loch Ness is located in northern Scotland and is surrounded by huge mountains and eight small towns. The largest town being Fort Augustus, with a population of a whopping 646 people. Dang. And that's the largest. That's like a a school. That's like less than a school. (laughs) The the kids' elementary school is like bigger than that. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So not a whole lot of people residing there, but they get by with the millions of people who visit every year. They have sightseeing on on the lock, on the lake, on the Mm -hmm. lock, lock. museums, fishing. It has been a major tourism destination since the 1930s. And we'll get into why it boomed a little bit later, but... More, a little more facts. Sorry, I know this is the boring part, but we got to get through it. No, you. I want to know the facts. I don't know any of this, so I so, need to know. The lock sits. You know, I'm all about the facts. Yeah, we have to have facts, so you know, we can't just be like, "Hey, there's a monster in the sea." People saw it. The end. No, Bye. every time I discuss like, something, I'm like, "Dirt, dirt, dirt, dirt." Yeah. Facts. Like, I'm all about it. Let's go. The lock sits 53 feet above sea level. Oh, okay. It's like like mm-hmm. Lake Tahoe or whatever, because it's yeah. in the mountains. And it's connected to the North Sea via River Ness. Oh, I like it. Ness. Yes, yes. As well as a man-made canal called the Collodian. Collodian. The average depth is 433 feet, while the max depth is 754 deep. 
You can't even dive that deep. That's pretty deep. Yeah. People can only go 130 feet. Get this. The lock is 24 miles long. Long? Long. Wow. That's like that's the very, length of like L- LA, probably big. from the beginning to end of LA County, like just or half. That's huge. Yeah. And it's 0.93 miles wide, so almost a full mile wide. Oh, wow. It's That's like really, really, big. really large. Like a lot of stuff could be in there. There are an estimated 27 tons of fish, eels, frogs, toads, and seals that are living within the lock. Eels? There are eels. Ew. And there's another cryptid that might live in there too, and it's a giant eel, but we're not talking about that today. I don't like it. I don't want it. Okay. No. And we'll get into the eels a little bit later. No, anyways. I don't want to get into the eels. <laughs> Um, this is a huge, 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 huge lake. Yeah. I, I wonder what the biggest lake is. It's, I don't even think this is the biggest lake. Is it or else we would is it know. Eerie? I think that's the smallest lake of the five oh, great lakes. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and, okay, so unfortunately the water is extremely dark brown due oh. to decaying vegetation flowing into the lock. I mean, making visibility into the depths of the lock virtually impossible. Between the vegetation and the dark waters, people are only able to see about 13 feet below the surface. When someone drowns, they're just, Ooh. like, gone forever. Like, there's there's no, like, you drop your phone in, you ain't ever seeing that again. You wow. can't see anything through it. It's so dark and murky. That's, that's so really So that's scary. even more scary that, like, even no matter like how... Like, what if you're fishing and then you, like, fall and, like, I don't know. Th- that's, you're done. You better hope the, lo- the Loch Ness Monster doesn't catch you. <laughs> you know like, yeah, like, they can't even search for you. No. Then they've tried to search... They, they've tried to search for bodies that they know yeah, have fallen in and drowned. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And no. they can't find them. No. Which or is, they get eaten. Or it's <gasps> the perfect place to hide bodies. Oh yeah, there's oh no gosh. visibility. How do we strap some fucking we would, cinder blocks on the that? The problem shit is that we would have yeah, they'd never <laughs> find it. They would never. But the problem is that we would have to get the person that we don't like on a plane with us to Scotland because I can't carry a dead body and travel with one on a plane. This would so only work if you had dual citizenship. God okay? damn it! Because see, I think we got a few people we can throw in the lock. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. Don't send the um the the bad. They don't. Well, I guess we are the bad people. Don't send the police after us. Don't the call bad the bad people. The government. Yeah, the government <laughs> is the bad people. <laughs> No, really, we don't condone no. violence at all, no, we're or murder, or anything. But you we, know, sometimes people just need to disappear, disappear in the lock. In the lock. Okay. And another fun fact is that the lock is on a fault line called the Great Glen. It was active 400 million years ago, and the last earthquake was in 1901. So it's like 1901 a, really isn't that long no, ago. No, I mean it, is, it was like it super isn't. active 400 million years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so that's that's kind of scary because if there's a fault, how deep does it go, and what could be down in the crevice? Uh, where does it lead to? Where does it pop back out at? I don't like it. <sighs> well, 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 and there's no visibility, so we'll never know. No, that's all the problem. We'll get into that. Hold on, we're getting into everything. Loch Ness Monster was not the first cryptid in Loch Ness. In fact, there are several. 
I'm going to mention one really quickly because I feel like it strongly resembles the water horse in Frozen 2 that Elsa tra- tames and rides. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, did you watch Frozen 2? Of course I watched Frozen I, 2, yes. I told Brad about it because I was, I think I was researching in front of Brad and I was like, oh my God, this is just like yeah. on Frozen 2, the water horse. And he completely There's also a movie then, called The Water Horse. Maybe I was having the conversation with you and not Brad. it's possible but uh, we do we did have the movie or we do still have the movie the water horse oh really and it is well we'll, it's yeah yeah it's well tell me if this is like it yeah yeah all right so this cryptid is called kelpie Mm -hmm. um like i said it's a water horse and it's saddled and bridled ready to be ridden Mm -hmm. for tired travelers to just jump on and get on and ride okay however when they jump on the water horse rides them across the Loch Ness and then drowns them in the center of the lake. Ooh. Which is kind of what the horse in Frozen 2 was trying to do to Elsa. Mm-hmm. And then she um, tamed, yeah. tamed it and then was able to ride it. Yeah. So the movie The Water Horse is doesn't depict that at all. But it's more of like a nostalgic where this boy finds this egg on this shoreline and he kind of births it and like helps it and it not births it but like he takes care of it and then it hatches and then he has this pet water horse and it's like all this stuff crazy stuff happens but it's it's a good movie but okay, yeah that's yeah, not the same it's different okay. but yeah so now back to the Loch Ness monster a civilization called the Picts lived in Scotland from AD 100 to 840 mm-hmm they drew pictures on stones that greatly resemble the Loch Ness Monster that we are seeing now. According to the pictures, they drew the Loch Ness Monster as a dangerous creature that were killing the pigs. So the, he, the, the yeah. monster was coming out? Yeah, and, and like they are just... Killing. Yeah. Killing yeah. and eating. Well, because they... Yeah. Uh, um, St. Columba was a missionary that went to Scotland to teach the pigs all about um, Christianity... You know, oh, which, sure. Like, he was yeah. like a missionary. Yeah, yeah. Spreading, spreading the word. Gospel. He, he waited on the shore of Loch Ness, and he saw the monster. He then told the monster to be shy and stay away from the people, at which point the dangerous Loch Ness monster went back into the sea to become the ever-elusive sea creature we know today. Okay, so he's warning it. Yeah. He's what? Like warning it, like don't come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Like yeah. you need to, you need to just stay here, stay in the log. Yeah. Yeah. After Saint Columba's death in 597 AD, there was a written biography about him and this incident. This is the first written record of the Loch Ness monster. Oh wow! In 1527, legend says a beast came from the water, knocked over a bunch of trees, and killed three men. Knocked over trees? Yeah. It must have been massive to knock over trees. Yeah. And in 1879, a group of kids saw a strange creature on the north shore of Loch Ness that they believe was a Loch Ness monster. Now here comes more. In 1919, Margaret Cameron and her three younger siblings saw the creature waddle from the trees and lurk back into the water. Margaret had said it had a huge body and its movement as it came out of the trees was like a caterpillar. Not too many recorded sightings, right? Just a couple here and there every hundred years or so. Until May 2nd, 1933, when the movie King Kong premiered. 
King Kong? How is it related? So, King Kong is the movie about the huge, giant gorilla ape taking over New York. Mm-hmm. The movie posters always have the King Kong on top of the Empire State Building holding the girl and yeah. swatting away the pl- planes overhead. Sure, okay. yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, and it came out in 1933. So, before 1933, there were three recorded, therefore recorded sightings. Mm-hmm. Of the Loch Ness. Of the Loch Ness. Well, in that movie, there was a scene with a sea creature that looks a lot like the Loch Ness Monster that was killing humans on the shoreline and bringing down boats. Oh, wow. So, this is where the sightings of Nessie really start picking up. On April 14th, 1933, John and Aldi McKay were driving along Loch Ness and saw the creature. John McKay had said, it just rose out of the waters black wake with the rolling with the water rolling off of it the Ivernus courier a newspaper who featured the sighting with the heading that said quote unquote strange spectacle on Loch Ness what was it in that article they referred to the creature as a monster and this is the first time anyone had referred to it as the Loch Ness monster I mean, it makes sense if it's attacking people. But they had never yeah. said it was a monster until yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. In 1933, mm-hmm. Mr. and Miss George Spicer were driving along the same road as the McKays, headed to Inverfarigag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If, if, you, if, you, if you all could have seen Jenna's face when she said, you can probably... <laughs> Show me how you swam on the other episode. <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. Um, Where is that word? Like, I'm gonna do any better. Inver Fargag. Oh. Yeah, but it's you it's have like, to do it with a Scot- no, Scottish think, twang. You have to be like Scot Scottish. I am not Scottish. Fargag. So, so that's I was, what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to get into my Scottish okay. roots. Okay, I'm, I'm summoning my Scottish <laughs> ancestors. You need to practice. You need to practice. Hold on, wait. Inverse Fergug. Ha! That was good. That, that was, was better. better. That was better. Let right, yeah. me do it again. Inverse Fergug. That's so, pretty good. It's so fast, though. I can't understand. I know. That's how they talk. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen Brave? <laughs> Scottish people talk very quickly. They're like, <laughs> but I'm not Scottish, so it's like when a Spanish person speaks really I fast. Know. I'm like, I understand They're Spanish, totally. but no. when you when you talk 50 miles an hour, I don't understand what you're saying. Imagine what people think when they hear us. <laughs> but I speak. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're okay. listening to listening to us right now. I know, but they probably speak English. I was saying, like, I hope so, people. because otherwise it's going to be very difficult to listen. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile, <laughs> the Spicers and the McKays, they were headed down the same road, except one happened in April and now we're in July. <laughs> and Mr. and Miss George Spicer saw the Loch Ness Monster. George told repo- reporters, quote, I saw the nearest approach to a dragon or prehistoric animal that I have ever seen in my life. It crossed my road about 50 yards ahead. 
and appeared to be carrying a small lamb or animal of some kind. It seemed to have a long neck, which moved up and down, and the body was fairly big with a high back. Hmm, okay. So, yeah. In December, and I believe, um, so Mr. and Mrs. George Spicer, they were, um, Mr. George Spicer was a doctor he was a surgeon so oh, it was like wow. a credible source yeah yeah i think that's the one there is a there is one there is a doctor somewhere in here and i think i totally lied it's not that's not the right doctor just never mind forget i said doctor. <laughs> it's okay i just flipped over and i saw it i was like looking through my notes i'm like nope wrong doctor i'm like wrong right, doctor I, yeah just kidding um so in december 1933 hugh gray captured the first picture of the loch ness he took... Wait a minute. Hugh Gray, he captured, like, a photograph? Yeah, the first picture. Oh, wow. He shot the first picture. He took five pictures in total. When he went to develop them, four were gray. Like, all gray. And one was super blurry. This picture was then featured in Glasgow's Daily Record and Mail. So, at this point, the Daily Mail newspaper decided this would be a good time to bring in a professional. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. game hunter. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they want to figure out what this is. They hired a hunter by the name of Marmaduke Weatherall to find the mysterious monster. Marmaduke? Uh, that was like a real name, and then he went by Duke. That's insane. Well, just because of the comic of the dog Marmaduke... Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that was a real That's name. That's a real name, yeah. Wow. Big, okay. Big game hunters are really good at tracking lions and tigers and crazy large animals that at the time were not so easily accessible and took a man with a lot of balls to get near them. Oh, for sure. So he's someone yeah. that will go out and be like, hey, there's a jaguar fucking up our camp. Can mm-hmm. you come out and, and get it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's go do that, you know? Um, so he knew how to trace them, track them. Oh, yeah. He would have Trail to know them. how to track them. Yeah. yeah. The hunter found huge footprints that he was sure belonged to the Loch Ness Monster. He then took pic- pictures as well as made a caster mold of the print. The Daily Mail was fucking stoked. They had their story. Well, they had more evidence, too. And on December 21st, 1933, the big headline on the front of the Daily Mail newspaper read... In quotes, monster of Loch Ness is not a legend, but a fact. Mm, yeah, now they have evidence they can show the footprint in, in the photograph. Uh, except they jumped the gun. The um, caster footprint was not even authenticated yet. And sadly, the footprint could not be authenticated as it was actually a footprint from an African hippo. What? Weatherall had used a dead African hippo's <gasps> footprint to make a massive print that was not native to Scotland. Wait a minute. So he falsified it? Yes. Oh, no. Asshole. That's not good. We don't like that. We want the truth here. Come yeah. on. So this did not change the people's interest nor the popularity of the infamous Loch Ness Monster. In fact, in early 1934, a new highway was built right up to the shore of Loch Ness. Making the Loch Ness monster, making the Loch in general, mm-hmm. yeah, more much more accessible than ever before. So those small little villages aren't the only ones to see this anymore. Now the passerbyers, they can as they're driving by, people looking out the window. What can they see? On January fifth, a veterinarian, a veterinary student, Arthur Grant, was riding his motorcycle 
vroom, vroom, mm-hmm. on Abria Chan on Ivernus Road. Oh, to Abria Chan. I don't know what that is, but on Ivernus Road. When he sees the creature crossing his path, he crashes to avoid it. Wait, crossing the highway? Yep. Ooh, damn. He was luckily safe with no broken bones and his motorcycle was still drivable. So, what you think? I'm thinking I didn't know the Loch Ness could walk. Yeah, I said it earlier. But no, he, I know, but like I never knew before this. Like I just always imagined the Loch Ness just living monster in the lake. just yeah. living in the lake and swimming and being more like just aquatica, like a aquatica. Is that the aquatic right word? aquatic animal. aquatic mm-hmm. animal and not being like this is almost like reptilian in a sense. Or not yeah. reptilian, yeah, like, like you know, can like, live in yeah. amphibian, maybe? Amphibian, or, yeah, maybe that's what an amphibian. What would it even be? What would it be? I, I, I don't even know. Like, we could probably could... call Arthur Grant, because he was a veterinary student. <laughs> I don't fucking know what the no, difference is. No, but I mean, I'm be. trying to figure I it out in my brain here. Yeah, because like, that would be like a toad or a frog. Yeah, like, it can go can from go both. land and, yeah. Yeah. I'm a reptilian. Isn't that like an alien? <laughs> It probably, is, people. it probably is an alien. <laughs> You're always stuck on aliens. Well, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. All right. So, on yeah. April 19th of the same year, Dr. Robert Kenneth Wilson got a picture of... There's your doctor. That's my doctor. <laughs> got a picture of the monster. This is the most well-known, famous, and seen picture of the Loch Ness Monster even to this day. We will post a picture, um, his picture of the Loch Ness Monster, and you guys have all seen it. Like, it's the one with where there's a hump, and then mm. it's lurking out. Okay. Like, his head it's is lurking fam- out. It's the most it's famous It's the most picture. famous one. If you just Google Loch Ness, I that's can almost the picture. picture it yeah. then. I can picture it, yeah. Um, even if you don't think you've heard of Nessie, you'll see this and be like, oh, yeah, I've definitely seen that picture a time or two before. Yeah. So, the Daily Mail grabbed up that picture and had it in their newspaper two days later on April 21st, 1934. The negatives of the pictures were said to be unaltered. It was starting to look like they finally got their proof that Nessie does exist. In 1934, the first song featured the Loch Ness Monster was released. It was named Boo Boo Boo, Here Comes the Loch Ness Monster, made famous by Leslie Holmes. Do we have any, like, lyrics of the song? I was trying to find the lyrics. (laughs) I want to know the lyrics. I was trying to find the actual song to, like, listen to it on YouTube or whatever. I can't find... I can't find it. It really does exist. Like, I saw, like, the the record picture you know like the <gasps> album cover oh my gosh if i can find the song for the real no that would be amazing maybe we can sing it oh for my you guys <laughs> our singing is horrible but no, no you've no. heard it on here before. we need some auto-tune <laughs> we could do that <laughs> it'd be like boo 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 <laughs> auto-tuning in it what was that uh, reverb <laughs> <laughs> no we're trying to get away from the reverb <laughs> <laughs> Our reverb was down to zero, so we're good. <laughs> so it was getting, um, it, the Loch Ness Monster was getting so much publicity and attention that the British Circus offered 20,000 pounds. Oh, yeah. Which equates to For like their freak show or something. Uh-huh, which yeah. equates to $484 million today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The circus had how much money? Well, t- I mean, for this... Yeah, I sh- 400 and what million? 484 million today. It was 20,000 pounds then. Uh, the New York Zoo. Damn, who the, knew but, a circus came up like that? But Fuck. get this. 
The New York Zoo offered 5,000 pounds, which is equivalent to 104 million. I'm not sure why anyone would capture the creature and take it all the way to fucking America when the British Zoo on the same fucking continent, country, whatever, is offering four times as much. But either way, everybody wanted it. The hunt was on. Yeah. Everyone is looking for this damn Loch Ness monster. They even built cages. They were, like, ready. Like, they built humongo cages, ready if they got it. It had the water. It had Mm -hmm. everything in it ready to go if Mm -hmm. they got it. On May 26, 1934, a monk by the name of Richard Horan was in a boathouse of Fort August augustus abbey on the lake on oh my gosh on the shore of loch ness Mm -hmm. he was the key witness while three other people while three yeah three other people in different parts of the shore saw it as well one witness said a strange object that seemed to shoot out of the calm waters almost opposite the abbey house he then later added that the head and neck seemed to extend six feet out of the water and the body had a large hump that was 30 feet long. Wow, that's pretty big. Okay, but I don't know how people can guess heights and widths from that far away. How can anyone estimate that? Like, they don't got a measuring tape. Like, mm-hmm. literally, Brad has been working on, on the house in the desert, and I was like, he's trying to put up um, a tarp over the second story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't understand why we don't just, like, stand right on the first story. And the second story is, like, a loft. It's not, I mean, I guess that you can stand in it, but it's not, it's, like, dropped down from the ceiling. Like, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. So, like, and I was like, why can't we just go up there and just throw it over? Like, it looks like we could just stand right here and... Just you know, touch yeah. the roof. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's like 12 feet. And I'm like, it looks like it's eight feet. Yeah. And he's like, no. So it's like, and I'm right the there. The perception is the off. The perception, how do right, you know what? I don't know. They've got to have I a way of measuring. Because you got to think about like these land are surveyors. I, no, but they're, you, they're, they're good at it. These are eyewitnesses. If something just popped up out of the ocean, went away, how are you going to be like, oh, that was 40 feet? Mm, they're guesstimating, I guess. Yeah. Like, how would you I mean, even know? Like... I just, I don't understand how people, like, not just with this, but with anything. Like, how do people just be like, that thing was 150 feet. I've never even seen 150 feet. I mean, you have, you just didn't know that. Well, I didn't know it was 150 feet. Like, how do you, like, 12 foot, 12 foot times 150? Like, I don't get it. It's like fish stories. It just gets bigger and bigger. Probably the longer you talk to somebody. Maybe. Okay, well, anyways... In 1938, John McLean saw Nessie and more and more and more and more and more sighting since. They were all descri- described as the same long neck, dino-like creature. Um, looks above the water for a minute or so and then sulks back down into the lake. Because of the Loch Ness Monster reference in the King Kong movies and the reward money that was up for grabs, the sightings of Nessie were pouring in. It was hard to tell which were real, which were fake which were hoaxes, which were just oh, trying to yeah. get money. Everybody wants the money. And everybody wants to be famous. And, yeah, in the mid-1950s, Alex Campbell, a reporter for the Ivernus Courier, was sailing with his dog when suddenly the waves were rocking and the boat thrashed, thrashed violently. And then it suddenly stopped. He thought for sure it had to be Nessie. Mm, yeah. What else could it be under there? Yeah, exactly. In 1954, a boat named the Rival 3 goes on the lock with echo sonar to see what it can pick up. The echo sonar picks up movement 480 feet below the surface and 120 feet from the bottom of the lock. It seems to be very large, and it's moving. 
obviously they can't see anything because of how dark the waters are. But they can just pick it up. I wonder how fast it was moving. I'm not sure. They didn't say. Yeah. And I don't know if they had a way of measuring the speed, but it would be interesting to know, like, how fast it was going. Yeah. They just said very fast. In the 1960s, an English journalist, journalist, Frederick, (laughs) journalist, journalist, (laughs) journalist of Frederick Holiday claims to have seen it four different times. He said that it's funny that the journalist saw it four times. He says it's 45 feet long. I feel like it makes sense the journalist would see it that many times. Because he's because looking for it. Because they keep going out there because they want yeah. a story. So they keep going out there. The more you go out there and you look for yeah, something, that's the more you're going to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So he said I that I mean, it, if you look for something, you're going to find something. Yeah. 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 He says that it's 45 feet long, black and glistening. Quotes, thick in the middle and tapered toward the extremities. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a... Yeah, what mm-hmm. we all yeah. picture. Like the tail. In the 1960s, Torquil McLeod and his family were traveling to Fort Augustus and saw Nessie on land and go back into the lake. He described Nessie as having 50-foot-long flippers. Okay, so does anywhere in... in I might be getting way ahead of, of your story, but what about prehistoric dinosaurs there was we're, aquatic dinosaurs right yes okay are we we're almost there because yes. i just keep visualizing like a dinosaur yeah how, how do we know that something is not extinct i don't it could have evolved it could have you know what i yep. mean so yeah. april 23rd 1960 an aeronautical engineer named tom dinsdale captured nessie on film 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 I never heard of film. Movie. Wow. This was a four-minute black-and-white video of the creature moving about 10 miles an hour. 10 miles an hour? That's fast for the water because yeah. a submarine goes, like, what, 23, 25 miles an hour? Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. On June 13, 1960, the homemade film was aired on the British TV show called Panorama. Panorama. So after seeing it on TV, this of course caught the eye of the UK Parliament and government officials. This is when it gets fun, guys. If you haven't had fun yet, this is this is the fun <laughs> part. Um, the England's Royal Air Force was able to authenticate the video. Oh wow! Real, yeah. Video real, yeah. Real video, not real R E E L, but real. Like. Yeah, like it's it's legitimate. Yep. Claiming it was definitely a living animal and not some sort of submarine or any other water vessel, that it was definitely some sort of animal. Whether it was the quote unquote monster, mm-hmm. whatever. But they said it's real. It was definitely a living animal, not a submarine, not not a boat, not any other bullshit. Years and years later, the Discovery Channel was able to digitally enhance it and they said it was legit. We're talking like 50 years later. You know, like the whole technology advanced, they can they can digitally enhance it, like they do with like like Wizard of Oz and all these other movies and Snow White and shit. So, the get this, the Bureau for investigating the Loch Ness phenomena was formed in 1961. In October of 1962, the government conducts a search for a solid two weeks. 
mm. trying to search every inch of the lake. They had 24 volunteers with searchlights that had a range of six miles. That's pretty good considering the visibility was shit. Yes. Well, not for the air so much, just down in the water. But they're yeah. just like, yeah. so they had 24 volunteers. So to me, I'm like, okay, the lake is 24 miles. Mm-hmm. So for every mile, they had someone posted. That's just pretty like, good. Yeah, just looking, looking, looking. However, they couldn't get to every inch. They could only go so far with the technology they had at the time. And they also could not see at all under the water. Oh, yeah. They did put a permanent watch station on the lake with sonar. Just permanent. It's still there. As far as I know today. that's interesting. Nothing was found. That's so weird. Like, as soon as they put the sonar, of course, nothing's found. Or they want you to believe nothing was found. That's true, too. To prevent mass hysteria, like we've learned. Yes. Because... Because especially if this creature was attacking people previously, they're well, not going to Well, I mean, it was want... attacking people in the 500 AD. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It still was. It has that no, history. No, you're right. You're right, you're right. And that people are going to be afraid of it. Yeah. Finally, on October 18th, 1962, seven members of the team saw and filmed the creature. The film was analyzed by Britain's Joint Air Reconnaissance. I can't say this word. It's so fucking large. Reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. I know the fucking word. Reconnaissance. Just, thank you. Intelligence Center. Jarek. Jarek. J A R C. Jarek. That's the one I would have trouble with. <laughs> they estimated the creature in this film was six to six to eight feet long. And three feet high and six feet wide. So, it's not quite 50 yeah. feet long, yeah. 30, 45, fish story, I don't sure, know. Sure, fish story. It's always a fish story. Maybe Nessie had a baby. Ooh, ooh. A baby. Yeah, could be yeah. a baby. Baby. A few years later, the LNIB. That stands for Loch Ness Investigation Bureau. Ooh, I was going to say, what's that? Mm-hmm. Tried to harpoon Nessie. Like, they legit, caveman, bow and arrow, tried to be like... <laughs> like, harpoon it, like, to hurt it? Or, like, with a tracker or something? No, they, um, they wanted to... They haven't even seen it. And they want to try to shoot it. Like, I it just, like, to this point, I'm just like, you guys are, like, this... And these are the people that run our country. Yeah. All of the countries. I mean, that's over there, yeah. but... Catch it, dissect it. Yeah. yeah. So all they wanted was just a little bit of Nessie's skin, insides, like anything. That's so creepy. We just want a little bit. We just want a little bit. <laughs> they put some lotion on. <laughs> just a little bit of skin. Because at, at this point in technology, they were able to scan DNA. And that's like right when uh, DNA samples yeah. were like becoming a thing and new technology and science and shit, you know. Yeah. And so they were like, well, if we get the DNA from it, we get anything. We could see if it's like a seal or if it's like, oh, true. you know, like yeah. what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what class it falls under, like what species, like where it's going to be. It, so in mm-hmm. 1969, uh, LNIB mm-hmm. did the first underwater exploration using a six person submarine named the Pisces with American Dan Taylor piloting. They could not even see the outside of the submarine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least they tried. Because of they how tried. dark and mucky the water is, they had to rely on sonar to see what was under the water. The sonar detected a large fasting, fasting, large fast moving object that was far below where quote unquote normal fish live. Captain R. W. S. Eastog said, 
quote quoting a sonar target was picked up whilst pisces was hovering 50 feet off the bottom pisces homed it on the target and when at a distance of 400 feet the target rapidly disappeared from the screen oh sure yeah it's like peace out homies yeah you're not getting me today yep Fast forward to 1972, American scientist Robert Rhine from the Boston Academy of Applied Science. So I want to say all that to be like, he's not like a random yeah, fucking... Credentials. He's not like a Doc Brown. He's like actually like, you know, did <laughs> Doc shit. Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so he used an RC underwater camera with a powerful light and captured two photos. The photos were sent to NASA... Wait, photos underwater? Yes. Oh, okay. Because it's 72, so technology is slowly mm-hmm. like getting better. Yeah. The photos were sent to NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory in California, and they were able to improve the photos and saw what looked like a large creature with six and a half foot flippers. So... Six and a half That's still large fucking flippers. How many? Well, usually they have two flippers, don't they? What... And two? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm just has thinking legs. of a whale uh, and shit. Like, well, I mean, yeah, uh, I guess they'd have to have legs. You're right to be able to to go out. I'm imagining it having four flippers, but I don't know. I'm imagining it having. I don't know. I never thought about the back of it. I just like know the front would be like a walrus, you know, mm-hmm. and then the back just. I never thought about it. <laughs> in the movie. No, because in the movie, the water horse has four flippers. Can they walk on flippers? Yes, it does kind of waddle like a like a duck. Like a seal. Yeah, like a seal. Oh. Mm-hmm. But the seal only has two flippers. I know, but in the water horse movie, they have four. I'm just going to the movie, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I have no idea. So, Robert Ryan was quoted saying, There in the middle of the bay, we saw a giant hump like the back of an elephant that was somewhat triangle in shape, triangular in shape, but four to five feet out of the water at the apex. The fear in the back of my neck crawled up, and I shivered. There I could see the great texture of this animal, like an elephant, and a whale-like texture. It moved off against the wind currents, entered the bay, turned around, and very politely came back in front of us to continue viewing us. And then in front of us, plop, it submerged. We were just speechless. I don't know why I decided to go with a Gone with the Wind voice. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Ooh, this is getting very wispy. <laughs> why are we like, I don't know why I decided to do that, but because I wanted to be like, quote, so it's not me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. clearly, um, Robert Ryan is a helpless 1920s southern belle from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, in 1987, Operation Deep Scan used a team of 24 boats with sonar scanners. 24 again. I'm telling you, the 24. The boats were all lined up and moved slowly across the 24 miles of Loch Ness. But instead of them going, um, like, 24, like, one boat for each mile, they were lined up across the width of it. So, remember, the width is only 0.9. Okay, yeah. So, they were all about, like... 30 feet apart and they just went the whole 24 miles though just having to be 24 boats yeah on the first day they detected three large creatures swimming over the course of their operation there were over 40 large creatures that were detected through sonar 
40. 40. Whether like they're the herd. same ones or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... In 1990, Valerie Moffat was driving along the lock and saw Nessie. Her witness account said, should I do? Should I do it again? The Georgia? Yeah, do, yeah, it, let's do, do it, it. Do it. Well, at least it's like Valerie, so it's a girl. Okay, so her witness account said, I came up the hill where we came inside of the bay, glanced out across it, and saw this large lump is the best way to describe it. The nearest thing I can tell you is it looked like a boat. <laughs> That had turned upside down. A boat? A boat. I think it's a bow. I'm a like. boat. That had turned upside down, about 30 feet in length and nearly 10 feet in height from the water to the top of the back. It was a bright, sunny day. The water was bright blue, and it really showed up against it. It was a mixture of browns, greens, sludge sorts of colors. I looked at it on and off for a few seconds because I was driving. I'm... <laughs> I must have seen it three or four times, and the last I looked, it was gone. <sighs> Woe is me. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I didn't it. know I could do voices. I like it. There have been over 1,400 sightings so far. This is definitely something, there's definitely something in the water. Like, this is not just some bullshit. Like, Uh, there's something. There's something. Something that people are seeing, filming, taking pictures of, detecting on sonar, the government, everybody's seeing this shit, right? Okay, let's get into the science of it all, right? Mm -hmm. Science doesn't lie. It's like numbers and math and shit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's fucking science. It's right. The people who give the information of the science might be questionable. Those people are fucking liars. But well, they're going to tell you bits and snippets and little... Blah, blah, yeah, blah. But yeah, we yeah. have to piece it together. Yeah. The science is fucking science. Yeah. So, in 2019, Neil Gemmel, a professor of, bi- of the biology... <laughs> I keep wanting to talk in the southern accent, and it's really giving me, like, a tongue twist. <laughs> Hold on. She's Wait. all let twisted. Me, let me... um. <laughs> Untwist. And we're good. In 2019, no. No, she's not. Don't believe her. Neil Gemmel, a professor of the biology and ecology at the University of Otago in New Zealand, took over 250 samples of the water in Loch Ness in various locations within the lake. Motherfucker, that's what we need. Oh, a sample of the water. Samples. Duh. You don't need to harpoon the motherfucking monster. Just... Get the samples, right? Yeah, we need samples. Fucking science and shit. I swear to God. What grows? <clears throat> His goal was to see if the water contained any DNA from some sort of monster and see what exactly was stirring in the water. He found over 3,000 different species of what we would expect to see. Fish, frog, human, oh, yeah. etc. What he did not find was seal DNA. Which I said seals were there. Yeah, right? seals, seals. Yeah, that which is like super weird because the seals were known to come from the North Sea through the River Ness and come into the Loch Ness for months at a time. So there should have been seal DNA somewhere. Mm-hmm. Out of all the areas, there should be seal somewhere. What else was even more weird is the amount of eel DNA they found. Ooh, now we're getting to the eels. I told you we would. Ooh. They found eel DNA in every single sample no other dna was found in every part of the lock so like not every toad species was found everywhere it was like their own because it's so large it's like own ecosystems here there everywhere you know 
Um, Makes you wonder if it could be some kind of evolution of an eel or something. Well, or maybe we might get to something. Yeah. That means that there were either massive amounts of eels in the lock and they were underestimating the eel population because they knew they did have eels, but not to the extent the DNA was showing. Or this meant that there were some kind of giant eel living like way beneath the surface. With legs. And maybe the Loch Ness Monster was actually a giant eel. And the giant eel that people might have been seeing could have been the Conger European eel that can grow to 10 feet and weigh over 300 pounds. Shut up. That's a possibility. Ew. Yup. And um, when I was reading about cryptids and shit and like the Loch Ness in general, there was sightings of a giant eel. That was one of the like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like one of the. I mean, it adds up. That makes sense. Uh-huh. But what about the legs? So maybe evolution is making them have legs now? Okay. We're I don't working know. On I don't it. know. I'm just like. Another possibility is that Nessie could be a dinosaur. A, pl- mm-hmm. a plesiosaur, to be exact. This type of dinosaur was the really huge water-based reptile dinosaur that roamed the ocean over 65 million years ago. This one would be 45 feet long and would weigh 15 tons. Dang, that's big. 30,000 pounds. That's huge. The plesiosaur, the plesiosaur could also crawl on land. This dinosaur matches up to eyewitness statements 100%. But was this just what people wanted to believe they were seeing? Or could the Plesiosaurus survive the mass dinosaur extinction? Oh my gosh. And I just decided I want to do the dinosaur extinction as a subject. I want to do one. I want to do that. I'm like, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, I like I like dinosaurs. Well, I like dinosaurs. I want to do that one. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. (laughs) Side note. I keep forgetting to tell you. I just decided that like in the last 24 hours i want to do an episode on on that dinosaur extinction anyways a giant prehistoric colacanth fish was supposedly extinct with the dinosaurs but later caught by fishermen in 1938 Mm -hmm. so it is possible yeah and even isn't it even i don't know if it's like alligators or crocodiles are as old as dinosaurs right one of those yeah i think they're cockroaches they never die yeah, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm, I'm, like, no, no, but I mean, yeah, there are they're like that are still the alligator here. or the yeah, one of those is like um really close like cousin related, related elevated, yeah. like evolved from. Or even like, they say birds, right? Yeah, you'll get into that. Like, but yeah, yeah, some of them are like so closely related on DNA that it's almost like it couldn't have fully extincted, like it maybe gone extinction. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's possible. This, this so this this fish was supposed to be extinct but they found it later Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of cases where things are supposed to be extinct and then they're like oh just kidding we just found like five thousand of them in this tucked away in this Mm -hmm. valley or whatever yeah the only problem with this is that the Loch Ness is only 42 degrees fahrenheit and probably colder in the like Mm. would be not probably is colder in the deeper parts where Nessie is said to reside this would be too cold for a reptile, like the Plesiosaurus, to survive in. Nessie would freeze to death. 
Okay. Wouldn't be able to survive. Another thing to add in, Loch Ness was formed a mere 10,000 years ago. Loch Ness was formed by a giant glacier melting and forming the loch. This would mean that the plesiosaur would have had to survive in the North Sea for the last 65 million years and then go up River Ness into the Loch Ness in order to make a new home there and decide to stay there. I mean, it could happen, but yeah, it's a lot. In addition to just surviving, in order for them to breed and continue on for 65 million years, there would need to be at least 10 of them. Those 10 would also have to come up for air as they did breathe air. If this were the case, there would be a lot more sightings. Because mm-hmm. they 10 of them every so often coming up, you'd see them more. Depending on how long they can hold their breath, but still. Unless they have evolved in 65 million years and they have figured a way to not need as much oxygen to survive and they have added on layers of fat around itself in order to survive the cold climate or gills yeah but the coldness either way that's true but yes gills for the oxygen and then another theory could be that there are deep caverns within the bottom of the lock that these prehistoric dinosaurs could hide in and live in I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. For sure. We don't know how deep the deepest part of anything is. No, well, supposedly it's 700 and something here, but who knows, like, with caverns and shit. And I know that there's a shit ton of caverns that people, like, scuba dive into. I saw, like, a documentary about it recently, actually. People actually, like, like, you know how they go, like, cave diving and diving yeah. is that what it's called yeah, i think so yeah cave diving and they go like into all these parts and they go yeah. all small remember we found the caves that one time you me brad and jakey oh do you remember gosh. that wait a minute was yeah i do remember finding some caves yeah well anyways we were like sliding through them i know it was really scary and we saw it like people sketch. it was super sketch because if we had died nobody would have ever found and there us. was like wasn't there like ropes though there was can, like, ropes yeah well up. i think there were people like that had I don't think it was ropes. It was more like the clips were there permanently from people yeah. using no, them or something. No, I do something. remember seeing some ropes attached. And so obviously, like, they had... We didn't go that deep But in. we went into... We went into in some of them. between the boulders, like, yeah. in the crevices, inside, we deep inside, inside the caves. We were fucking Wasn't there water down there? Like, a little bit of water? I'm not sure. I seem I don't, to remember, like, some kind of water. Like, it was, like, muddy and, like, it wasn't, like... I remember taking a picture like, on a rock with a, with a stick. I'm pretending like I was spear arrowing the stick, and my whole ass was out. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember like like barely fitting through the like little crevices and it's like. Yeah. yeah. So apparently there's um. So I know there's underwater caves like that with scuba stuff. So the, the yeah, there, it could be under an underwater cave. Anyways, mm-hmm. and another aquatic fish it could be is the Welsh catfish. This type of fish can grow up to 15 feet and weigh over 600 pounds. Mm. It could Damn, eat that's a big in a, catfish. Just one bite. Just yeah. done. This could explain the shadowy figures, the large disturbances, and the sonar readings. The large rippling waves could simply be the wind blowing across the lake. Mm. So with okay. every conspiracy, there's always a yeah. reasoning. Game. Get you back to reality. In an almost deathbed confession, Christian Sperling the stepson of Weatherall. The guy who faked the footprint. Oh, no. What'd he say? He said that Weatherall was also responsible for the doctor's infamous photo as well. Shut up! Apparently, Weatherall took that photo with Christian's toy boat and other toys and then gave it to Dr. Robert Kenneth Wilson to take 
the credit so he could make his hippo print more believable because he literally got laughed out of town. But wait a minute. I don't even... A boat wouldn't even make sense. How would you make a boat? Look I like- know, like a little toy boat or whatever, just using shadowy... I don't know. Unfortunately, he confessed right before he died in 1993, so people were unable to ask him more questions. No one knows the truth or validity of the most infamous picture of the Loch Ness Monster. I want to see that picture again now to see if it looks like a toy boat. It doesn't. But it doesn't, huh? It doesn't. No, I've showed it to you. Remember, no, it's I in can... the book. It's in all the books. Remember, we looked at the book and you were, yeah. Yeah, no. I can imagine it, but I just... So, yeah. in 1996, Gary Campbell formed the Loch Ness Monster fan club after he saw Nessie... Mm-hmm. And there's also an official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register, which has a 24-hour camera on the lake. Um, I did try to find the camera on their site. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, I think it is only for their viewing. And then they have pictures up that are stills from the camera, but nothing live. So is so, that because they don't want us to see what's out there? Just all, constantly? I'm not sure. Huh. Um, either way, Nessie has quite the following. And there are other, many other lock monsters in Scotland, and none are more famous than Nessie. And really quick to reference, um, I mainly got all this stuff from What Do We Know About the Loch Ness Monster book by Steve Court, 2022. Mm. So we went to the library did some research like a fucking scientist (laughs) i'm just kidding like a librarian (laughs) (laughs) fucking researcher but anyway so that's the story in the loch ness and i definitely think that there's something living in in it and i definitely think that there's something to it what do you think i i believe that there's definitely i believe i believe i i believe i believe that there is definitely something going on and you know what i think it probably is i think it 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 probably is the dinosaur that just never got i think so too i think that it's still roaming around out there or it's the giant eels that have evolved with legs i mean it's possible why not anything's possible and they haven't know. even gotten to go down there and look and shit, so. Mm-hmm. And you know how hard it is to get down in water. Yeah. Let alone, like, muggy murky, water, murky, murky water that you can't even see water. So, Ew. that is my Loch Ness Monster story. And I really, I'm going to do Bigfoot. I'm, I want to do a lot of cryptids. Um, I'm just finding them to be very interesting, and I want to make sure that people know what's out there so they don't go walking on a dark road in the forest and die. They'll at least know what they're looking for before they die. Next time you go in a big body of water, think before you jump in that water. And that's why I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening, and don't forget to... Share, like, subscribe, follow, and listen to us on where you listen to all of your favorite podcasts. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok. and email us, conspiraciesunlocked at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.